0: Tutwiler against Kisikazi is our next case for argument.
1: Um, may it please the court. My name is Ann Young, um, and I represent um, Heather Tutwiler. Ms. Young,
0: could you raise your voice, please? This is a big room, and that microphone records but does not augment very much.
1: Sure. Um, my name is Ann Young. I represent Heather Tutwiler, um, the plaintiff appellant in this case. Uh, Ms. Tutwiler suffers from a number of physical ailments. Um, Starting in 2014, she had endometrial cancer. Uh, After that, she had um, an incisional hernia repaired that required her partial small bowel um, resection, followed by her gallbladder removal. Since these procedures, she has had um, continuous uh, vomiting, nausea, and diarrhea that affect her daily life. And it has progressively gotten worse throughout throughout the process of all of these different conditions. Um, She testified that after her gallbladder removal, she has not had a normal bowel movement since the vocational expert testified at the administrative hearing that the tolerance for being off task in competitive employment was 10% um, and an employee could miss just one day, uh, one day of work a month to be able to still perform competitive employment. He also said if that if an, if an individual is away from the workstation for any reason, it would be problematic, and that they could be reprimanded and/or dismissed. Um, he also said that uh, I'm sorry. The vocational expert also said that if you are actively puking while on the job, you would be you would be dismissed by your employer. The ALJ in this case did not consider the time off task or the or the absences that would. Be caused by the by heather tutweiler's conditions um, when considering the evidence the alj ignored entire lines of contrary evidence and failed to build a logical bridge from the evidence to the conclusion
0: looking to the medical record miss young how many times a week um, does it does the record show that she was having these issues you use the word continuous
1: she testified that she vomits two to three times a day um, throughout the record, there's various uh, at the beginning from 2017 to 2018. It's a couple times a week, and then by the end of the record, um, her her physician, Dr. Wu, um, did state that she has, um, I believe it was it was regular vomiting and regular um, uh, diarrhea that affected her daily life.
0: Was she still being treated?
1: Yes with vomiting
0: and the nausea. She
1: was still being treated and her um, physician said that her the medication that she was on for the nausea she was likely to develop a a tolerance to so that it would be less effective as as her conditions progressed.
0: And does the record show the medical record that she went months without throwing up in essence that uh, she was improving.
1: I don't believe it shows that no not to my Recollection a lot of what the um, ALJ was citing to was from 2017 and 2018, which is prior to the period the period started in August of 2018 um, and that is when she had her uh, hernia repair done it Well in 2018 is when she had her hernia repair and then she had her gallbladder removed in 2019 And she said that her her symptoms got worse from there um, the main part that I want to focus on is um, in August of 2020, Dr. Wu um, did um, an EEGD, which is an esophagastrodeutonoscopy, and it found that there was severe bowel dysmotility, um, in, that she had severe bowel dysmotility. Um, and this is something that the ALJ never discussed and something that the um, agency consultants never, never saw. So they never saw it when they gave their opinion to the ALJ, and the ALJ never considered it in the ALJ's opinion. The ALJ did discuss a 2020 manometry procedure, which said that um, it was suggestive of intrinsic neuropathy, but that clinical correlation was needed. And the ALJ focused on the fact that clinical correlation was needed for that procedure. Uh, to, to confirm the uh, intrinsic neuropathy, but then the ALJ never discussed the later one, the August EGD, which did find severe bowel dysmo- bowel dysmotility.
0: Would it been possible for her to hold down any of these jobs proposed by the vocational expert based on Dr. Wu's uh, diagnosis?
1: So no, um, she works a part time. Well, she did up until two weeks prior to the hearing. She worked a part time position. And she was let go from that part-time position because of her her active vomiting on the job. She was sent home uh, multiple times because of the active vomiting, and then um, the employer uh, let her go. And they because of this, and they wrote a letter that said. Um, was trying to find the exact verbiage but oh, it says please bear in mind that we believe it is likely that your failure to appear for work is due to your serious medical medical condition to that end we are making you eligible for rehire should you wish to return so they let her go because she was vomiting regularly on the job and was unable to perform her duties while she was having severe diarrhea and vomiting um, and she and she also testified to that that her employer was aware of her situation and that she was regularly sent home because of it she has she also testified that she has um, consistent accidents due to the diarrhea um, that she suffers from so looking at the evidence the alj um failed to consider this um this egd by dr wu and then disregarded the earlier february 2020 manometry because because the notes in that um, test stated that clinical correlation was needed for it Uh, the alj also failed to consider her significant weight loss throughout this whole process Um, she lost over 100 pounds um, during all of this and and she's still uh, her current doctor says that she's unable to gain weight. Um, doctor Wu said that. And Were they
0: subjective, you know, e- evaluating her subjective symptoms? Was any of this raised below?
1: Yes, her her symptoms. And you mean at the district court level? The argument. Yes. Yes, it was raised that um, it was raised that the ALJ failed to consider the time off task and the absences that would be required due to all of her uh, conditions. Yes. Um, so she did lose a, um, over a hundred pounds um, from uh, 2017 through 2017 and 2018, um, and she was also diagnosed with acute kidney injury, likely, which they said was likely due to dehydration. Um, the ALJ, um, the AL, actually, can I save the rest of my time for rebuttal? Is that? unless you have further questions it's up to you okay thank you
0: thank you council Ms. siegel
2: good morning your honors my name is katherine siegel i represent the commissioner of social security in this case the main issue before this court is that the claimant argues she would need excessive work breaks um, in absences due to her gastrointestinal symptoms. Uh, I would like to clarify that the onset date was amended at the hearing to January of 2018, so her criticism of the administrative law judge referring to evidence from 2018 is not well taken. Um, the claimant has failed to establish that she had work limits beyond those that the ALJ assessed. Uh, First of all, the record shows that her symptoms were intermittent, not all the time as she testified. And that is supported by the medical records, in particular from her gastroenterologist, both Dr. Akbar and Dr. Wu. Dr. Wu, um, in August of of 2020, um, which is a record that the claimant is citing as a support for having um, the uh, symptoms all the time, actually cites uh, intermittent symptoms on both page 1792 and 1793, which is uh, where that report occurs in the record. Um, Dr. Woe's report does not establish any restrictions based on her symptoms. He did not give any kind of assessment, um, did not make any um, in the in that report that suggested she had any limitations and in fact uses the word intermittent to describe her diarrhea and said that it was for many years um, but that she recently had improvement over the past couple of months that's at 1792 um, with regard to the dis, um, bowel dysmotility that condition was being treated by with cipro which is an antibiotic um, and, and although the claimant said that it was not effective, the, um, doctor, uh, Dr. Wo, her gastroenterologist said that she should continue using that medication and that she should use it for 10 days, um, every three months. So it was a, a continuing type of, of, um, preventative medication that she was using it to, uh, to treat that condition.
0: He prescribed two additional medications on 1793 as well that also addressed vomiting. So he... Was still treating
2: the yes. intermittent
0: vomiting. Okay. Yes,
2: and, and and from what the um, the doctor said that those were those were effective treatments, and that um, he characterized her condition as intermittent, so not constant as she testified. Um, importantly, in that same report from August twenty twenty, Doctor Wos stated that the claimant is doing okay, um, and that her uh, um, but she had. Intermittent abdominal distension and amnesis persist and he uh, recommended continuing the same treatment.
0: With uh, the also, intermittent that Dr. Wu found, did the ALJ make a determination?
2: The ALJ did not cite that specific record in his decision, but he was not required to do so because um, with regard to um, articulation and, and...
0: Not citing the evidence, did he make a determination of how often the intensity or the extensiveness of the diarrhea, nausea, vomiting. We have the state agency Brill who made the determination that she was vomiting at least once every three days. We have Dr. Wu who's determined that it's intermittent. Did the ALJ make a determination regarding the intensity or how often these um, were occurring because there were severe impairments found of vomiting? So I would just interested to know did the ALJ make a determination?
2: The, the ALJ looked at um, what the doctor said about her, her conditions, and the state agency reviewing physicians had reviewed rec- records that also addressed her, um, her vomiting from Dr. Akbar, who was her other gastroenterologist. And the, uh, again, Dr. Akbar did not assess any limits that were related to this. So when the ALJ assessed her condition, um, he relied on the statements from those um, state agency reviewing physicians that said that she was capable of working um, the, the the doctors uh, at the state agency said that she could do a light work capacity and that there were other um, occasional postural limitations and pulmonary restrictions and men, and, and uh, no no severe mental impairments um, but the uh, the ALJ found those were somewhat persuasive and then looked at her symptoms about the statements that she made both at the hearing, which were very extreme, um, and, and alleged that she could not work at all because she had these symptoms all the time. And then he compared that with what she told her doctors. And throughout the decision, he um, cites specific medical records where he talks about what the, the claimant said to her doctors. And she, he, those are the kinds of, of um, uh, articulation that we have about her symptoms. And uh, by comparing the the actual statements and then the contradictory statements to her doctors that she doesn't have these symptoms all the time, um, he was able to to weigh whether he should credit a restriction. And based on the fact that there were no doctors who gave any restrictions for this condition, um, and that her symptoms occurred intermittently, He he limited the claimant to a sedentary work capacity, in part based on her abdominal pain um, statements at the hearing, and also based on some of the statements she made about nausea um, being uh, uh, triggered by walking around. So instead of having a light work capacity, which requires walking, he limited her to sedentary work, which does require uh, walking.
0: I guess my concern is when the vocational expert says she'll be fired for vomiting at work once in a 90-day period and so, or twice in any month. If she worked 40 hours a week or part-time, and so if that's the representation made by the vocational expert, did the ALJ have to, in in essence, somehow deal with that or make an assessment as to why a functional limitation would not be needed?
2: So that when, when a vocational expert makes those kinds of statements, they're basing it on a functional capacity that is established by the evidence. And here, the functional capacity that's established by the evidence is the one that the ALJ ultimately found, because it was, was based on uh, actual physicians who reviewed the record, including things about her symptoms, um, and they concluded that there weren't any, there wasn't any basis to to limit her more than what the ALJ found. Um, so, even though we have testimony by a vocational expert that hypothetically this would cause an inability to work, because that hasn't actually been established in the record. Um, with objective, an objective basis, not just the claimant's testimony, um, the ALJ was not required to uh, credit that testimony. Uh, there, there are a, a number of issues that um, the claimant raised in her brief that are, are forfeited, and we stand by that um, contention that the, the only issue before the court has to do with her um, uh, excessive uh, gastrointestinal symptoms causing work limits. Um, so, if there are no further questions, I ask that the court um, find that the the commissioner's decision is supported by substantial evidence and uh, ask that you affirm the decision.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you, counsel. Anything further, Ms. Young?
1: Thank you. I just wanted to address um, a couple of things. Um, it was mentioned that um, the doctors did not make an assessment of uh, her functional limitations, her, her treating physicians. However, they did note multiple times that she's having severe nausea and vomiting. It's happening multiple times a week, um, occasionally more than one day. Uh, they noted complaints of severely impaired quality of life um, and that was in August of 2020. In May of 2020, they noted um, still having diarrhea, um, unable to gain weight, will likely develop a tolerance to her medication for nausea. So uh, there's multi. they did not assess limits, but they certainly um, elaborated on the issues that she was facing. Um, as far as the, um, the state agencies and the functional capacity, um, it was mentioned that the physicians concluded that there was no basis um, to limit her more than the ALJ had found. However, the the physicians did not, they just answered questions about her functional limitations as far as how much weight she can lift and what environmental hazards she should not be um, uh, susceptible or she should not be exposed to. But they did not answer questions as far as will this condition um, cause her to be off task more than a certain amount of time. They were answering solely functional, uh, functional limitation questions. Um, so I think that's very important to to pay attention to because um, the ALJ came up with that uh, on the ALJ on, on his own, and the ALJ found these um, consultants only partially persuasive. So there was nothing else that the ALJ was relying on, as far as a medical opinion goes, for the for the um, residual functional capacity, or for the um, ultimate conclusion that um, that Ms. Tudweiler was not disabled um and i believe it was mentioned that there were other issues in um in our brief that were brought up that was not um that were not preserved but i i cited some cases in the reply brief that they were indeed preserved because we brought up the ultimate the the overarching issue of the residual functional capacity Do which is You think that's
0: sufficient. enough to, to just arguing We're challenging the RFC so we can bring up entirely new issues that were not addressed in the district court, including the drugs, the alcohol, the tobacco, and the... uh concentration and persistence issues
1: so those are not new issues those are issues of um, how the ALJ evaluated the symptoms and how how the symptoms were evaluated is certainly related to um, whether or not those symptoms would cause off task um, but I'll also go back to your the main question um, that I do think it's sufficient and our um, v. Astro, um, they said that it was so that's all I will thank you very mm-hmm. much
0: Thank you council the case is taken under advisement